Hey friend, you are back with the Aries Alchemist for another episode of Aries Alchemist Tarot. We're not doing a reading today. We are going to be talking about karmic lessons. Let's just jump right in. So a lot of people already know about their life path number, which I covered um, a couple episodes ago. But not a lot of people know about their karmic lesson number. So your life path is what is the overarching like theme of your life? Like what path will it be following? Your karmic lesson is okay. Now, when you're on this path, what are some of the things that you need to avoid or have knowledge of? And so they're both part of numerology, not astrology. The way that the karmic lesson or lessons are calculated, I guess would be the right word. Um, it's a little hard to explain without being able to see it. So you might just have to look it up too. But basically, the alphabet repeats through the number nine. So A through I is one through nine. And then J starts over with one again. And so you write out your name at birth first, middle, and last, and you write out the associated numbers with it. Now, whatever numbers are missing between the digits one through nine, that's supposed to be what your karmic lesson is or lessons are, or you may not have any karmic lessons. So one of the things that is important to know is that having no karmic lessons definitely does not mean that life is going to be a breeze. It might mean that you have to go through every lesson until you get it right, actually. So that's one of the most important things I think you need to consider when you go through your karmic lessons. So I feel like the karmic lesson meaning of the numbers is kind of like the opposite of the life path numbers. So if you remember... A life path one is usually going to be a leader. Well, a karmic lesson one usually means that you're a follower or somebody who's like not very firm in their word, maybe a little weak-willed. So they have problems showing initiative and determination. So we see how that's completely opposite of the life path one. Life path, or I'm sorry, karmic lesson number ones. Um, they also usually have trouble making their own decisions, and so they're here to learn confidence in themselves and what they're able to do, and how to not be timid once they do know what they're doing. Karmic lesson number one is kind of rare because most people have an A in their name, honestly. So a karmic lesson too, they're going to really struggle with balance and they're going to struggle with being diplomatic and managing different types of situations. So again, opposite of a life path too, who thrives in twosomes, they're really good with balance. So karmic lesson too, like they're going to be pretty self-centered. It's going to be hard for them to be on a team and it's going to be hard for them to cooperate with other people. To get around this, they usually need to learn compassion and sensitivity towards others. They need to learn how to consider other people 
It's very, very important. A karmic lesson three. They're also going to be a little self-centered, but more in a self-critical way. So not thinking that they can do everything, but thinking maybe they can't do anything so that they're not the right person to be on the team with. So that's something to really look out for with the Karmic Lesson 3. Um, they probably need to learn how to be more optimistic and not to take things more seriously during this life too. They usually do have talent, but since they don't believe in it, they don't usually get anything done. So how Life Path 4s are really good with stability and a firm foundation. A karmic lesson for is like the opposite of that. These people are typically confused and fickle. They find it to be very difficult to find a job that they can stay at. So they typically have issues with stability. Um, they've had a lot of opportunities thwarted or like squandered because of financial issues, especially growing up. And they typically are very irresponsible. It's like they, t they tend to look for problems outside of them instead of within them. And so that's a huge part of their problem, too. They're always going to somebody else for support and it's making them get answers from people who don't really care, or just don't know. So that's going to be a struggle. Um, so fives are not completely the opposite because five already has to do with conflict. But a karmic lesson five is going to be more like aggressive type conflict. They're not very adventurous. They're usually scared of everything. So like they don't really want to speak their mind, but when they do, they blow up. They're also very stubborn. They're not good in a group. They usually, they do usually um, attract good karma though, so that's a plus. They also have to work on just not being so opinionated because there's just too much that they don't know. Okay, how a life path six is usually community oriented. A karmic lesson six, it's gonna have a huge problem with commitment in general. They're not usually like people that care that much about social climbing like moving up in rank in society not necessarily at work um they don't care as much about their reputation they're usually going to run away once you get too close to be honest <laughs> so pretty much the opposite of the life path so they struggle a lot with feeling lonely and isolated even though they have the type of personality that could easily make them friends so they, their karmic lesson is more so figuring out, like, why are they so guarded and what is exactly holding them back, which is always going to be themselves and that they have no reason really to be guarded. But that's on them to figure out. So I want to do seven and eight together just because those are my karmic lessons for this lifetime. And they definitely fit. So I know a little bit more about those. But so seven is usually the spiritual number, the number of rest strategy things like that so the karmic lesson of seven is learning to handle your emotions when you don't have enough rest learning how to strategize on how you can spend your energy 
when you don't have enough time to do everything that you want to do. They're usually people who are extroverts that slowly turn into introverts as they get older, which can possibly result in them completely disconnecting once they get to a certain age. It's like they just get burnt out for the rest of forever. Um, so they can really struggle with having negative thoughts and criticizing other people. They're also very likely to be sicker than the other karmic lessons because of not getting enough rest. They usually have like immunodeficiency issues that leads to them just being more sick. They also have to be very careful about not just believing things instantly. They have to learn how to dig deeper because they're also one of the more spiritual numbers. I can't remember if I said that. Number eights, which we know eights usually have to do with money and abundance. So a karmic lesson eight has to learn the lesson of pretty much balance with finances. They're usually going to be able to easily get money, but knowing how to manage that money so that they keep some on them is going to be an issue. And trying not to be shallow and materialistic once they do have the money that they feel like they should have is going to be a problem as well, as well as boundaries. Not giving to people just because you have it. Do they deserve it? Is very important. So Life Path Nines are all about humanitarianism and being for the collective, sacrificing, you know, other things for the sake of channeling for all of humanity. So a karmic lesson nine, their goal is not to be too egocentric and to make sure they don't develop a God complex. You can inspire people, but you can't save them. That's the biggest lesson for a number nine. And again, making sure that they're not enabling people. They're really just helping. Well, okay, friend, that's what I have for you today. If anything resonated, please comment on this podcast, like it. If you're on a platform where you can like it, share it with somebody else, you know, and of course, subscribe. I do drop something at least once a week, possibly more. You'll never know if you don't subscribe. And these are also timeless, so no matter when you happen to listen to it, something in it is for you. Also, just to let you know, I do personal readings, so you can always go to my website and book that at pretty much any time, and I'll get it right back to you within a timely manner. I also do rituals, and I have spiritual products that'll help you along with your journey. All right, y'all. Peace.